Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, the podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. In the studio. In the studio. Here he is. Finally. I'm here. Oh my goodness. My, my uh, headphones were caught on something there. What? I don't know what was that thing. This thing. Uh, there's a bottom. There's a... Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you've been out of it for a little bit, you know. For just a, you yeah, know, no, you've been just going. a quick minute. You've been, uh, you know, hurting. Hurting. You know, you've been, uh, you've been going through it. Yeah, I had mild. Yeah, mild, mild, mild. Well, you didn't act like it. Yeah, I did. Call me every day. I like, did not asking me to pray over you. No, like, stop carrying it. on. You, in fact, one time you said that something about said, sweating drops of blood. I like, nope, was like nope. uh, that. Being said, you weren't really checking on me. Yeah, uh, uh, you like to like, be left alone. It, uh, it wasn't like. When you had COVID and I was checking on you every day. Yeah. I, I checked on you. I, mean, could you, I got the receipts. Uh, yeah. Well, you checked on me like three times. Yeah, I checked on you more than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want me to bring them up? Yep, I okay. do. Okay. I do. Because I, I saw mm-hmm. people who loved me and cared for me right. contacted right. me multiple times a day. Now, yeah. I ignored them <laughs> multiple times a day. Sorry, Andrew. But I... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Look, look at all these emails, man. All, all these the, all, emails, sorry, all these texts. Look at that. Yeah. All these texts. Did I respond? Yeah, uh, some of them. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. Then never mind. Then maybe it was you. Maybe no. Maybe I, maybe I was attributing it to Andrew, but it was you. No, let's see. I'm trying to think. It's Sunday. Now I just feel like a fool. Here's your like. Sorry, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, well, mm-hmm. then I want to apologize. I'm so sorry, Joey. You just you just put me and in my also, place. Also, if I also if I say, "Hey, man, how you feeling?" and then I ask another thing because we have to deal with stuff, you're like, "Oh, so you don't really want to know how I'm feeling?" Your real uh, oh, well, mo is to get to the second question, which is uh, you do that all the time, which is not true. I, I, so I, I don't feel like I can ask you I how you're doing. I haven't done that in a year. No, that's not true. You've definitely done it within a year. Nuh-uh. You haven't done it in a bit. Yeah, no, no, I haven't I done it yet because you, no, because you said something to me. You're yeah. like. Yeah, it makes no, me I feel didn't. like it. I was like, "Oh, dude, I did I'm say really sorry, hey, but now I don't do call, it anymore." But I'm really sorry for calling you out for your yeah. double mindedness. Yeah, double mindedness. <laughs> Trying to uh, gotta say, like, "Hey, how you doing, man? Hope you're doing well. Everything good? Having a good day?" Yeah, yeah. Oh, now that I got your attention, yeah, it's, it's not what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't work that way. You don't uh, think? Yeah, you know what? You're right. I I'm, shouldn't put that because you don't really think. Two steps ahead. <laughs> like, <laughs> listen, I'm just pretty transparent in general. I'm pretty open. I know with everything. Yeah. So, and everybody's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I do. That's how but I it do is glad. I am glad to be here. Glad you're here. Mm-hmm. You, um, you got your coffee, your iced coffee. With, yeah. I can tell it's not. What is that? Hey, almond milk? You know, you don't have to make fun of me. I'm not making fun of you. Okay. I'm just asking, is it But no, milk? it's not. Oh. This one is uh, just regular, like, whole. Just okay. like a splash of whole. Okay. It looks pretty light. I know. I don't. I don't like. I don't like it. I don't know. What I mean, do you mean lo- light? It looks pretty. It looks like there's you know more than a splash in there. No, there's only a splash in that's there. That's not look a splash. How, yes, it is, bro. Bro, put a picture of that up. That is not a splash. Bro, of cream. that's a splash. No. This. Show me yours. This has a ton of cream in it. <gasps> see, it, it's almost the same. It is not. Look at that, bro. Don't <gasps> take a you, picture right now. Take I will a, we'll take put, a photo. I'll, 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 we'll put it up. I'll, we'll put it up. It, yours is a splash, and mine has like. Five or six greens. There's in no there. way mine. Look, look how much darker mine is. It, it is a shade darker. It is. It is a shade. It is darker. more than that. It's a shade. Darker. It is. Hold on. I'm trying to make sure we get it in the light. So it's mm, not, yeah, you're gonna try and put yours in the shadow. No, so it looks even darker. I, yeah, see, so even more now in the shadow. No, I'm trying. That's okay, to no, it's get... fine. No, it's, listen, people, people, you, you, you like a splash of coffee. That's what you meant. There's a splash of coffee in there. Okay, I got it. 
No, I'm positive. Bro, that's like that's, no. that's, a, that's like three creams. That is not. That's five or six. That's three. I, that ain't no three. Yeah, totally that ain't is. no three. Well, we'll we'll include that picture in the show notes. You guys can uh, answer whether that's a here. I'm not. I'm not going to edit. I'm not going to show edit. me. I'm just going to go boop. Sorry, I'm see. sending it to you. Okay, good. All right, I'll edit it. No, you can't. That's <laughs> what... <laughs> no, I'll just tweak. Just don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Uh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Anyways. So, so. Well, I'm glad you're back, man. I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm glad you took horse dewormer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Don Lemon. <laughs> hey, listen, I took it first. Yeah. But uh, but then again, that's all I did. Well, I took vitamins too. I took vitamins too. Oh, you didn't do the drip? No, I didn't do any drip. Why not? Well, that's all that costs money. What? Yeah. You got insurance. Yeah, I don't know. Why did... I don't know. I already oh listen. I had to go to the hospital for a bunch of tests. Yeah. Uh, during that, that, that's a lot of money, even with insurance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the IV drip was cheap. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know about that. I already know. Like we already owe thousands of dollars for the. Uh, You're co- wait. What? What's? You know what? Uh, I'm not on the churches thing, yeah, so I yeah, have no idea. Yeah. Apparently, I'm not either. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But it's no. our way, that's our way of transitioning you out. Yeah, it's uh, you're just gonna force me out. Like, yeah, you sickly old man. Oh no, that IV drip was fantastic. Yeah, no, I. Uh, I think it was gold. No, I didn't have. I didn't. I didn't have anything. I just laid there. I took my pills, and yeah, that's pretty much it. But uh, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a new. So you're back. I'm so I'm excited. Back. But then I'm you're leaving. You're gonna leave again. So at the end of the month, uh, yeah. or no, end of November. Mm. Oh, you're not leaving till November. Yeah, November. Um, Good. I mean, I might have a celebratory like weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you need one. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little break. So I know you. While you were locked up at home, you were working. Uh, uh, but not good. Like it was like. We were, but you were still working I was, hard. I was, yeah. Yeah, that's Just the, not efficient. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> not efficient or worthwhile. So you were only doing the work of two people instead of four. Uh, okay, so, yeah. I would even say, like, half of me. Yeah. I was just, I was nowhere. That's half two instead yeah, of four. Two, yeah, two, yeah. I, actually, oh. I can do that math. Yeah, good job. I'm, I'm really proud of you. <laughs> that's all the math I can do. Half. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I was just, I was out. I was out, 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 out. But A lot of people got it, man. A lot of people getting it. Cases are going down in Florida. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Airdrop from Jimmy was canceled. Why'd you cancel? I didn't. I accepted it, and now right. here I'll just text it to you. Yeah, why are you doing it the weird way? I, I'm doing it. The, Airdrop is like that's way. like third party stuff, man. What? That's not even native to Apple. It is completely <laughs> native to Apple. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I distracted well, us. Listen, listen, all all I want to do is. Uh, oh, here I'm re- going to send this to you too. Record- I think this is hilarious. Oh, is, is this another Pat meme? Uh, okay, maybe yes. <laughs> 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 no rapper facts. Oh. When Eminem dissed Michael Jackson in 2005, Michael made no comments. He went out and bought Eminem's whole catalog and got paid whatever Eminem performed. <laughs> I saw that. Yep. I was like, that's great. That's the most gangster. Like that was just <laughs> Bro, I can't wait to share this photo that you sent me. Look at those. But there's there's just a shade difference. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's people are, people get people will tell you that's not a splash. Put it put it up right now on Instagram. Well, no, nobody will know the context. I want them to hear um, the argument. So right, it'll go up on Monday. It'll go up on Monday. All right, guys, we are back We're in back. the Lord's Prayer, the Baptist Catechism's uh, exposition of the Lord's Prayer. And uh, today, Jimmy, we're on question 109. Yeah. Question, what do we pray for in the second petition? You and get what you pray for, and that's what it's there for. What? I don't know. What you pray that's for. That's a song. Is that a hammer song? No, it's a... Uh, it's a tourniquet song. <laughs> Just go ahead. All right. In the second petition, which is, Thy kingdom come, we pray that Satan's kingdom may be destroyed and that the kingdom of grace may be advanced 
ourselves and others brought into it and kept in it, and that the kingdom of glory may be hastened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I like this aspect of, of the Lord's Prayer, you know, praying your kingdom come, but mm-hmm. we should probably maybe back up a little bit. Um, you know, when we're talking about the kingdom, what is that? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. obviously, no, I shouldn't say obviously. Obviously. It's, it, 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 is, it becomes evident when you're reading the, the Gospels and uh, when you're reading uh, the epistles that there's a sense in which the kingdom of God is here, it's mm-hmm, present, mm-hmm. but there's also a sense in which we're waiting for it. That's yeah. why we pray for it. Um, in Matthew 12, and I was just actually referencing this in a, in a sermon recently, in Matthew 12, Jesus is casting out demons and, uh, and the, 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 the Pharisees are saying like, yeah, you're doing, you're casting out demons by the power of Satan. You mm-hmm, know how you're doing mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Jesus says... That's dumb because yeah. uh, Satan would be defeating himself. And then he turns it on him and says, well, your, your people cast out demons. How are they doing it? Mm. Which is interesting in and of itself. Um, so, but uh, Jesus says this in uh, 1228. But if it is by the spirit of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Mm. So that is uh, evidence, right? That the kingdom is here. In fact, I remember... I was in a class at Moody Bible Institute, and I had a professor who was an old line dispensationalist uh, arguing that the kingdom of God is only future. There, it is not present. Okay. It is only going to exist, uh, I think it was during the millennial reign or something. I don't even remember what his argument yeah. was. And when I asked him about this verse, he just said, he goes, no, no. Just no, no, yeah. I was like, okay, all right. I just, I was just asking. It seems like, <laughs> yeah. How, how do you reconcile what you just said and what Jesus says? You know, I, and funny. I asked that at Southern one time uh, of a professor. Uh, I won't say who it was, but it was Bruce Ware, and he, <laughs> he, he, he was say, making this argument, and it was on limited atonement, and he goes, "This verse destroys the idea of limited atonement." And I wasn't being argumentative. I said, "How do you interact with this argument that a lot of Calvinists will use?" And I, I laid it out, mm-hmm. and he, again, he goes, "No, no, I don't buy it." I'm like, oh, all right, uh, well, I, I guess we're not going to engage. Okay, <laughs> just I wasn't, I wasn't being the loudmouth that I used to be at Moody. I was yeah. just asking politely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's fine. <laughs> so the kingdom of God is a present reality. And when we're talking about the kingdom, I mean, we're talking about Jesus' redemptive reign uh, um, in uh, and through uh, the church to some degree. It's mm-hmm. going to be global in the end. like, And that's kind of what we're waiting for, right? Yeah, yeah. We're praying that the, the kingdom of God is a reality now. We enter into it by faith, but uh, we want to see the kingdom of God grow in the sense of more people entering into it. Yeah. And... Um, and with this kingdom of God uh, advancing, we want to see the kingdom of Satan destroyed. That's basically what we're seeing here in the, in the catechism. And so, I mean, so then what is that when we talk about uh, this petition of thy kingdom come, right? I mean, we're, there's, there's a lot there, right? Like that, that's mm-hmm. a lot to unpack. Right. Uh, in the sense of everything you just said, right? Like we're entering in, um, we're getting about a taste now, mm-hmm. Um and so part of that then is is living by those kingdom values that right. are oftentimes just countercultural. Uh, completely, right? You know, um, whether it's it's instead of, you know, advancing myself, but rather looking out for others, you know? Yeah. Um, and then even, well, let's go with that then. How is it then, like, how are we then called to live in this kingdom and advance the kingdom? The first thing that comes to my mind would be like Sermon on the Mount, right? Because this is when Jesus starts saying things like, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven or the Mm -hmm. kingdom of God. By the way, I know that there are some dispensational theologians that want to argue the kingdom of heaven is different from the kingdom of God. One is for Jews, one is for Gentiles. There's this whole uh, framework that they 
created. Uh oh, <gasps> oh, you okay? I'm good. I just didn't want to okay. cough Are you in coughing your up blood? What is that? It's not blood. Stop oh, it. Was, that, was it breakfast burrito? <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, that's that's the first thing that comes to my mind because yeah. Jesus talks so much about the kingdom. In fact, a lot of scholars uh, like George, I don't know if he was the first, but George Eldon Ladd was the first guy I read, George Eldon Ladd, who argued that the thrust of Jesus' teaching is the kingdom, right? That's what's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Re- repent and believe the gospel for the kingdom of God has come. So, uh, so I go there, and so like in the Beatitudes, right? Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. And then it goes on: Blessed are those who mourn. Are, blessed are the meek. Uh, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. And blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Um, like that's a like what you're saying. Those are all pretty countercultural because mm-hmm. we think well we don't think the the meek are blessed we think well no the powerful are mm-hmm, blessed like mm-hmm, the people mm-hmm. that are take charge and the you know the aggressive you know like the economy mcgregor's of the world or yeah like just you know uh sauntering and and what's the word peacocking yeah oh yeah you know? peacock yeah blessed are those who peacock blessed are those who peacock <laughs> yeah, they, and but even like jordan peterson whether or not you're a fan of Jordan Peterson, mm-hmm. I like Jordan Peterson mm-hmm. a lot, but whether or not you're a fan, you know, the the research that he likes to highlight for people shows that um, people who are aggressive and um, the combative is the wrong word, but people who are aggressive in business, people mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. are uh, non, uh, they're not pushovers, right? They, they tend to move forward. They're the ones that advance. They're yeah. the ones who rule, which is and because men tend to be more ah, this is what he says, more aggressive and less agreeable. Mm. They tend to advance in corporate structures or in leadership in general, while those who are more agreeable don't tend to advance as much. And so even when you're looking at how the world works, Jesus is saying like, yeah, true blessedness comes from being a completely different type of person. It doesn't mean you can't be business savvy and work in those ways, but in your heart, in terms of the kingdom of God, this is what's important. So I, I go there, you know, it's, it's all the salt and light passages, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's, there is just a, it, like when I think of salt and light, you know, Jesus is saying, let your good works be seen, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Live in such a way that people uh, receive the benefits of godliness in your life. All of that is, I think, pretty important for us to realize like, oh, well, the world would say, keep it to yourself. Don't, uh, don't bring your faith or your values to bear in other people's lives, keep it completely private and shut down. Mm-hmm. You know, don't. Yeah. You go, listen, that's your lifestyle. You go do you. Yeah. And, and at best fine. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to see it. And it's not relevant to me at yeah. all. So yeah, I think that that's a, that, that's a good point. It's something that we're actually, we're going to talk about that um, on, on, on one of the episodes this week. I think on Thursday, we're going to talk about, um, on Semper Reformanda mm. and what that means and how it speaks into this idea of living a particular way and experiencing things. So it says, like, we're praying thy kingdom come so that in part Satan's kingdom may be destroyed. When you think of Satan's kingdom, what do you think of? Is it like, uh, is it like, uh, what was, Disneyland. what was Skeletor's castle? There was Castle Grayskull. And then there was another. There I, don't ca- I, don't I don't remember. remember. Was, was he in Castle Grayskull? I think he's in Grayskull. I don't remember. Oh, it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. We need to go back. Well, we need to. Yeah. We need okay. To go- <laughs> well, what do you? Th- what comes to mind when you're thinking of Satan's kingdom? Like, I mean, I would just think of of just uh, how the world operates, right? Like mm. the values, the the principles, the priorities. Yeah. Um, the disbelief, you right. know, the the arrogance of of the world, mm. um, and living. You know, I mean, really living against what, what, like you just went through, living against what Christ has called us to live by. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, you know, the whole idea, like, what does Satan do, right? Well, mm-hmm. he lies, he yep. deceives, he uh, he tempts, right? Yeah, he, he destroys, he twists the word of God. And so all of those things that Satan is actively doing today, even if we argue, as some of us would, that Satan is restricted mm-hmm. in greater measure now because of the advance of the gospel, he's still actively doing these things and seeking to devour, according to First Peter. And so, yeah, we're, we're praying that the kingdom would come in full so that Satan's kingdom would be utterly destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the kingdom of grace may be advanced. I like that, you know, it's, it's being called a, a kingdom of grace here because the advancement isn't just the spread of the gospel and people believing, but it's also that we would grow in grace, that mm-hmm. we would grow in mm-hmm. the, the graces that accompany um, the gospel, everything from regeneration to sanctification and then ultimately glorification. We want like Paul's whole motive in in being an apostle and in preaching the gospel is to present people mature, he says in Colossians 1, 28 and 29. Mm-hmm. So it's the idea is, is not just like, hey, we want to get people in. Uh, it's not just about numbers, right? It, yeah. There is a sense in which, yeah, we should value numeric growth, but also we should value spiritual growth and yeah. development. <clears throat> so we should be you know brought into it, but then kept in it is is, is what the catechism says. You know, not uh, not shrinking, not falling away. Mm-hmm. Um, like in Romans ten one, brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to God for them is that they may be saved. Right. So that's that's Paul's. You know, he's talking about the Jewish people and how he wants them to to come to know the truth that he now knows that they have missed for a, for a variety of reasons. But it's never just that somebody might be saved in sort of the the old school, like come forward mm-hmm, and pray a prayer, mm-hmm, but that mm-hmm. they would actually be changed in their hearts and then be sanctified in the truth. Yeah. Right. That, that they would um, look like Christ and then become ambassadors for Christ. You know, it's, it's, it's this whole idea. Like it, one person is converted and that should lead to an impact in uh, a, a circle of influence on those around them, right? That other people should be hearing the gospel or at the very least seeing the effects of the gospel in this person's life. And that should hopefully prayerfully lead to the gospel spread and then people growing and replicating again. Yeah. And that the, and then at the, and that the kingdom of glory may be hastened, right? Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so I think as, as we hear this and as we pray this, this is where, you know, a lot of the, there's a lot of things wrapped up in this um, because to pray, Lord, your kingdom come in, as Joe was talking about earlier, about it's something that we experience in part now, but we'll fully experience later. Mm-hmm. And when that, when we are living in the kingdom of God, that then means, I mean, we see in Revelation, right? Uh, you know, the death of the two witnesses and yep. and the kingdom coming and the witness, the, the, the time of the church's witness is done. Right. Right. In the sense of proclamation. So... When we're praying for that, your kingdom come, I mean, that should really then hasten us uh, to not only be longing to be uh, in this kingdom of glory, but it should also give us a sense of urgency to proclaiming his word to those who do not know, because praying for his kingdom come means then their judgment. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. And I think the the, the two things there go really well together, right? And uh, we usually... I don't know. It seems to me like we usually favor one or the other. Mm -hmm. It's like people are like, well, we want to reach everybody, but they're not really, they've somehow, they don't want Jesus to come back. It's almost almost like, yeah, hold off, hold off a little longer. Or other people are like, yeah, Jesus come back, but they're not really engaged. They're not motivated by that. It's got to be both. Yeah. Right. And it's that tension that we live with. 
Yeah, we should be so desirous for Christ to come back because we want his glory to be seen. We we want to see our Savior. We want to be transformed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, people that people that feel the pain of sin, the frustration of temptation, when they see the the evil of injustice, they want Christ to come back to end all of that. Yeah. So you should want that. But like you said, and this is I think so important. If you do want that, then you will be an evangelist to whatever ability you have yeah. and whichever way God has called you. One of the verses that I always go back to on this is First uh, Peter 1.13. It's one of those really pivotal passages for me in my growth as a young Christian. Mm-hmm. But it says, therefore, preparing your minds for action, be sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So, like, your hope, your mm-hmm. eager expectation, your your thrilling anticipation should be that Christ is coming back. Like that should be the big, most, the greatest desire that we have. And what I think we do is we oftentimes think of like things like, Oh, well I've got, (coughs) I want to, I want to get married or I Mm -hmm, want to have kids mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. I want to have kids or I want to, accomplish these goals and those aren't good bad things no no those are are good things but one thing should trump them all and i think that's a good test for our faith like you know where am i at you know how how hungry am i for christ's return is it uh you know is it like yeah that'd be nice Hmm. Uh, you know maybe he'll come and visit soon you know or is it i need jesus to come back because i'm weary and i'm hungry and i'm excited all of those things for me. Like, those, I, when I examine myself, those are those are things that I know should be true of me. I, I am weary. Mm-hmm. I want Jesus to come back, but am I hungry? Yeah. Am I am I, am I eager to see Him? Is it is it a necessity for me? And sometimes it's not. And that's that's what something like this is. It's helped me to see, like praying through the Lord's Prayer, working through it, reading the Catechism, reading Benjamin Bedham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Need time. Need to reorient myself. That's right. Be hungry. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You could follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DocTrevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast to go up the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we got that all-access exclusive content. There's Banter of Truth on Tuesdays and Weekday Wisdom Monday through Friday. Head on over to DocTrevotion.com slash all-access to sign up today. Later. Later.